Oh, oh. you're killing me. Come on, man. Like, we're going to create like a little bit of, um, of energy and vibe of here. energy. So, okay. That's it. That's okay. it. I, I, we're, not, like, we're not reading a book Late for children. Late night CDC. No. <laughs> Seriously. What, what is the vibe you're trying to create right now? I don't know. But you know what? Um, I want to do part two, my ongoing quest to do a good James Spader impersonation. So how did it go? Have you refined it? Uh, I think I have. But do you, tell. You kind of shit all over it last time. So oh. that was the challenge is that oh, I need to get it. It's better. not it's not personal. It's just because it was terrible. But yes. this time I think it's going to be much better. So. <laughs> I take your feedback. Good. I let it wash over Good. me. Yeah, yeah. Fear is the mind killer. No, that's it. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, so um, let's let's try a little James Spader no, again. No, no here. pressure. Um, Speak to the stormtrooper. <laughs> you can press his his belly. Does oh. like noises. Oh, I thought he was gonna poop if I did that. Like, oh no, like a Play-Doh kind of. Like, <laughs> oh, gosh, like a doll, like a pooping doll. No kidding. It's very. <laughs> Everybody poops. Everybody I think it's a good life lesson you could yeah. share with everyone. Absolutely. Let's have it. So um, James Spader, Spader. Here by go. Tristan Hale. Um. What's the word? Uh, children. That's it. I lost it there for a minute. It's uh, pretty good. It's okay. It's getting there. No, no. It really it's building. It, I need. I need more practice. Honestly. Well, you can only go up. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's nice. That's really nice. No. What's, I, I, what's on kidding. the back of your hand? Oh, uh, it's a comment. Oh, it's a compliment. It's a backhand. <laughs> it's basically well, well, nice. I, that was actually more effective than that impression. Really? Yeah. The really? way you kind of compose. No, Tristan, it's if no. My ring. I, I love that you're like. So what's what's the root of pursuing this? I, don't, I really like the way he talks. I want to. I want to do a good impression. I is realize it, that I don't. Is it too much Ultron? You've just really. It is fully Ultron. Into, like yeah, it is. He's fun in that role. Yeah. Well, that's <clears> it. Like I love. I love how playful he is in a lot of his things. Yeah. Like especially The Office, right? Like, of course. No, I mean, uh, it, that was yeah. a renaissance for him for sure. Exactly. So so I do. I want to play around with more impressions. And I'm watching okay. a lot of impressionists and realizing I don't do very many very good impressions. I can oh. do like Shaggy, right? Well, yeah, Shaggy. your Shaggy is really solid. Shaggy's actually. not like, like, wow, Scoob. No, it's really, it's, right? it's like super they, tight. So anyway. Can I tell you, like, one of the favorite things we do right now at home yeah. is when we watch The Simpsons with Scarlett. And every yeah, morning yeah, she's yeah. like, I want to get up and I watch Simpsons with you. And I'm like, Ooh. yes, no problem. Yeah. But... Every time there's a different voice, we have yeah. both started to do voices. Oh. So Scarlett's got a really good Mr. Burns, <gasps> which is super funny. That's awesome. Because she watched the one Halloween episode where um, it's King Kong. Oh, yeah. So Abe kind of talks about like, oh, yeah. uh, I don't know very much, but I've seen a lot yeah. of scary movies. Yeah. And uh, she can do like a really good Mr. Burns. Wow. Yeah. I was like, this is awesome. And of course, then every time we see a new character, she's like, can you do that one? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, well, we'll see. Yeah. So my crusty's okay. Yeah, um, like it's a, you do do a good crust. Oh, 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 you people are pigs! Like, <laughs> it's that kind of stuff. Like so, that's a really good one. Yeah. Not bad, yeah. but um, but you'll want to do everyone. So it's yeah. it's pretty tough because I've actually been trying to do different voices all the time. Yeah. So I admire the fact you're pursuing a voice you're really interested in. Well, yeah, I did, there's a few. There's a few I want to do. I want to yeah. get a good Jeff Goldblum going. Uh, he's a he's, good one. He'd be a great one. Yeah. Uh, he's tough. He is. Oh. It's really a nuanced one. Yeah. But there's lots of source material you can choose from yeah. because he's obviously very prolific. I'll just harvest like any Jurassic Park kind of thing. Sure. Oh, it's all yeah. must go faster. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's all I know. Uh, there is uh, uh, dinosaurs in uh, this uh, dinosaur park. Hello? Anyway. Um, <laughs> he's saying move along. Yeah. That's also uh, good feedback for you. Yes. This Point is very timely. He's like the magic eight ball that you shake and it kind of gives you an opinion. So... 
Thank you, Stormtrooper. We should be using him as kind of a guidepost. No, for he's our a like our... smart button for like staples. <laughs> he is. No. He is. He's our barometer. That's it. So, uh, welcome to Get Your Shine Box. This is not an advice show. No. It is not a movie review show. No, but it, it's full of tangents. It is much it like is. the last five minutes. Exactly. Right. It is. Uh, it's tangent filled, but it's more about two brothers that grew up watching the same movies and how it relates to us as parents now, yeah. as, as dads, mm. and how it is really influencing us and 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 um you know we're, we're revisiting these films and and rediscovering kind of where we were at that time and what we want to bring forth to kind of talk to our kids about totally hey um yeah. we probably haven't talked about this in a bit but what was the genesis of this podcast because i get asked this yeah. all the time like people are like was it a covid thing or was it like something well, else and i feel like part of it was we did a lot of different activities at the beginning of COVID to try to normalize it. Yeah. And so one of the things was we did like virtual D&D. Yeah. And we tried to come up with a lot of different ways to engage without having to be in person. Yeah. But the more and more that we got around it, um, I think that when we started to get together again in person in limited ways, yeah, we were so hungry to spend time with with people. Yeah. yeah and especially yeah. you. Like, I mean, yeah. you're my best friend and I, I miss you so much. Same. So. The, yeah. the opportunity to be more creative and to talk about things that were so important to us when we were younger, yeah. I thought it was such, an, such a great idea and, and just a way, an outlet to be creative too, yeah. where normally you don't really get that all the time. Like, uh, I know that you pursued acting quite a bit when you were a yes, younger man. I have a degree in You, theater. in fact, in theater. Me, mama, my mommy. So, but, but uh, give me a location and give me an occupation. I'm not going to tell you no. Yes, but uh, I'm going to just sort of intervene. Anyway, uh, yeah. we don't really have a lot of creative outlets as older people. No. So this is a really great way to, to try to connect and also do something that's kind of like a little bit creative. Yeah, I, I think um, just because like, uh, and our, our wives will attest to this, that whenever we get together uh, and, and maybe there's a little booze, uh, not that that's needed, but um, <laughs> we tend to go off and, and, and uh, uh, either recreate a, a lot of um, scenes out of films that, that we love. And I guess we just have a good shorthand and sure. it just was like, hey, like like we should we should gift this to the rest of the world. <laughs> oh my god. Gift or curse. I don't know if there's like a really a right way to label it. Yeah. But, yeah. Um it's been really fun. So mm-hmm. I just I want to acknowledge like thanks for being so game to this. And oh. um I know we're like a day late and a dollar yeah. short on our normal like release times. So wow. this is kind of my um this is a bit of an apology on on our part mm. to say sorry we're late, but at the same time, didn't never question it's a labor of love. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I 100% agree with that. And yeah. you know what? It's, lives get in the way and, and things like that. And I wish, I wish our children that are such a burden on our lives would just give us more Oh my God, like, here's me in a pool at the deep end and I'm just kind of drowning and they just keep throwing me sandbags. Right. And each sandbag has a name. Yeah. And their names correlate surprisingly to the names of my children. Yeah. yeah. But but really, realistically, it is it is a creative outlet. You're 100% right. And it's yeah. just a way to have really fun. And, and I've really enjoyed it. And, and um, hopefully some other people will enjoy it. But in the end, I, I, really, honestly, I'm kind of doing it for us. Yeah, me too. Really. So, yeah. Anyway, but... Um, and also yeah. for the money. I and really the, love the all the sweet... sweet cash, yeah, it's just you like... Know. Uh, mm, <laughs> we're going to get to the money zone eventually. And yeah. when we do get there... Yeah. Donations, please. Money, please. Oh, my God. 
Um, but um, so, how was your? What's going on? Like, what's what's new next? You've been so busy. Oh, but... I can't wait to be done. So look, yeah. this um, this last three months has been an incredibly busy time, and yes. there's a lot of work that has to happen, kind of in the back end, as we finish off the year. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, my work has had me traveling a shit ton, and some mm-hmm. of it's been international, some of it's been local. But bottom line is, it's been a lot of flights and a lot of travel, and I am so desperate to just be home for any lingering period of time. So, uh, in terms of my week, yeah. uh, I'll give you like a parenting story. So, okay. uh, I got home on Monday night, really late. Like, I'd hoped to be home around 10 o'clock, but of course, flights in Canada right now, if you add uh, the winter weather on top of just pure incompetence everything's yeah. a little bit wacky and truthfully i was on um, air canada which is better than WestJet, which had a systematic failure which did, like completely collapsed all flights oh, out of shit. most places for about two days Jesus. anyway i got home a little bit late and then i yeah. got to bed and i was like okay well, i'm gonna crawl in and i'm trying to be really quiet so that yeah. laura can get some sleep and then she's like no 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 Scarlet was promised that the minute you got home you would oh. go in and give her a hug and give her a kiss oh. and if if you didn't then she said Mommy, you're a liar. Oh, so oh my god. So the stakes were high. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit. Like I was wow. thinking about, yeah, whatever. She's not gonna remember, but I'm like, I don't even give a shit. I'm just gonna go give yeah, a little snuggle, yeah, give absolutely. a hug and stuff. Absolutely. So yeah. we uh I went yeah. in and I gave her a little hug yeah. and I'm like, oh, you know, and, and I tried to make sure that she was there. She honestly, like, she's like, uh, and like <laughs> fell right back asleep. So I was like, okay, good. Yeah. I checked the box, so everything is good. Anyway, so I wake up the next morning, and I was like, okay, well, good. Boxes are checked, so yeah. I, I'm sleeping away. And then Scarlett, um, Scarlett crawls in, and she's like, where was my hug and kiss? And I'm like, <laughs> well, I gave you a hug and kiss. And she's like, no, you didn't. Oh, Mommy's a liar. I'm like, oh, no. So we kind of spent the morning backpedaling. Anyway, yeah. long story short, what's really apparent to me right now is yeah. as much as you, you kind of take for granted that when you're around, the kids kind of do their own thing and they, you know, you're sort of in the periphery and in the background. Yeah. Never underestimate exactly how important and how meaningful it is to have you present and to be yeah. part of their lives. So yeah. truthfully, like this has been an exceptional fall, but yeah. I will never have another fall like this again because I feel like I'm not, hey, I'm not being like as attentive as I could be. Well, and, and also I don't want to miss anything. Like these are really, these are important moments. They're not going to come back and there's going to be a time when the kids don't give a, sh- not don't give a shit, but they're going to be so busy that yeah. your, your value is going to be d- diminished so i don't want to don't want to miss a chance to yeah. be part of it well none of like none of your trips are by your design it's all you know you know it's it's work and work is pushing for that it is so, yeah especially That's the true. ones in costa rica yeah uh, and oh. then that whole like uh, limbo party like oh. <laughs> it's, it's margaritas man yeah, like yeah. I, I gotta represent and that's that's part of my demanding yeah demanding job well remember when work demanded you had a margarita made in your mouth at senior frogs well like, that's it i mean uh Hola! <laughs> no, I, no, I mean, I wish all of my trips were as glamorous. I mean, again, it's mostly just local stuff. But at the same time, um, my wife is amazing. She is a total trooper. She's making all of this paddle, palatable. Yeah. And uh, you don't you do not do these things in a void. You have to have backup. Yeah. And I would never do it if I didn't feel like um, I had the support mm-hmm. and that I could provide the support back. So anyway, yeah. enough apologies. But my, my, <laughs> my week is complex. I got a couple more weeks of like yeah. all this knickknackery. Yeah. And then after that, it's basically I just lean in. And uh, I think I've got a lot of um, free time to spend with you guys and with yeah. my mom and dad. And we're just going to like... Have some fun, do some crafts, do some baking, yeah. and then a very, very, very Sahara Desert dry January. Yes, same thing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah well, I'm going to join you in that. I think collectively it'll make it easier when we all get 
I think so too. So tell me about your week. Enough about me. Oh, geez. Um, good. You know, uh, same thing. It's always busy kind of leading up. Yeah. Uh, Jules is like hyper busy. But what's funny is she's volunteered for soccer to coach soccer. Wow. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And For whom? Uh, for, like for, for Jax. Jax. Okay. Yeah, Jax said. Oh, and you know what? He's such a good player too. Like he's, he a, he's a really, yeah, super yeah, active and like I, quick. He is. I think he's, he's, that's a real skill of his, his, his soccer and things like that. So she's volunteered for that. But it turns out. She's never played team sports in her life, and it, it is it is such a massive anxiety for her oh, no. every time, and so oh, she no. freaks out every time oh. it's time to coach and stuff. Because okay. she's co-coaching with um, this other woman who's amazing, Erin, and um, and so she, Brockovich. Yeah, no. <laughs> Brockovich, <laughs> and she's a big advocate for environmental issues. She's taking no shit out there. She's taking ain't no shit. Yeah, yeah. so. Um, so she every time she has to go coach, she freaks out. She's like really full of anxiety, kind of short and things like that. And so um, uh, the other day, I feel bad because I, I was like, yes, I'll coach. I don't really want to coach, but but I was like, I'll help out where I can and stuff. And so one of the times uh, this week, I went and helped out um, with the kids during a game. And so I was in charge of the uh, defensive positions, kind of rotating the kids. So right. essentially, what happens is the kids spend uh, two minutes on the field, uh, playing their hearts out, and then we swap them over for with another couple of kids, okay. so that they're getting lots of rest and things like that. Sure. And the game is only about an hour, okay. and and the we have a break in the middle, and things like that. So it's 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 fun and it's it's good and things like that. So I helped out by by swapping in the defense and stuff like defense, right, right, and uh, <laughs> helping them out. Do yeah. you think the sort of extreme solutions that defense took? In, oh, oh uh, yeah, in falling down, for absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You got I, two bags. That's it. I, I can buy a whole week yeah. of food with one bag. Like, that's it. You oh. want my bag? You want one bag? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, so, um, so I was there and, and helping out and things like that. And um, uh, uh, she puts everything she can into this. Like sure. she's She's got maps. She's got the kids' names. She went and got them all the, the jerseys, um, uh, labels on them with the kids' names and things sure. like that. So she's full on. And, and I'm kind of like... I rock up and, and I'm watching the game and she's having to come over and like remind me to like what about the kids and you know and things like that. Uh-oh. Uh yeah, so I'm not a great coach, but she she may not like it. She may not feel like she's doing a good job, but yeah. she's kicking ass. Like nice. she really Good works for her. Hard for the well, kids. she's so conscientious. That doesn't surprise yeah. me at all. Yeah. Also, it was her birthday this week. It was. Yeah. And she turned yeah. thirteen. Thirteen? No. Thir- no. Oh, no. Oh, that's oh, terrible. No, no. no, no. Uh, she, Whoa, John yeah. Services. I'm not gonna say how old she is. She's, okay. Are she's, you Jerry Lee Lewis? <laughs> what just happened? Uh, are your balls on fire? Great balls. <laughs> Fantastic. On fire. Um, yes, uh, she's my Winona Ryder to my. Um, who played Jerry Lewis? Oh, uh, it was one of the... Uh, uh, Interspace, come on. Yeah! Oh, no! Oh, oh, this is going to anyway, haunt me. This will be a uh, missed It wasn't Martin Short, obviously. No, no, no. It was... Uh, um, or Vernon Wells, who was in uh, Interspace too, right? As the guy what? With the, uh, yeah, he's what the guy was with Vernon the... Wells doing in Interspace too? Hello, the... John. Hello, John. He's the guy with the. He never spoke once. He's the guy with the um, the robot hand. No, That's really. Vernon Wells. Oh my God. I know. Yeah. So you're Quaid. It's Dennis Quaid. Quaid. Dennis Quaid. So Quaid. Quaid. I can quote that faster yeah, than I can I actually figure out fucking the super huge actor. Anyway, I keep know, going. I know, and I love Enemy Mine. We'll do that one one day. Oh. Uh, anyway, speaking of Lugasa Jr. Right. Um, 
Isn't all of our conversation centered around Luke Gossett Jr.? Really, really. We kind of owe... You know what? You were talking about the podcast and who we owed it to. It's really Luke Gossett Jr. Really, really. He, he hasn't done nearly... Enough. To be recognized yeah. for all the great stuff he does. Like, yeah. Honestly, he's... There's his height in Digstown. That's, there it is. Yeah, exactly really. So. Anyway, I've lost my train of thought. But in the end, um, Jules is a great Jules's coach. birthday. Yeah. And, and she's, she's turned uh, a, a number... Because uh, it's her birthday, and uh, we had a great time, you know, and she got some cool prezzies. Oh, our, what did she get? Well, um, she got some, some designer mittens and, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and some clothes and things like that. And uh, our, our mom, who is always so lovely to our wives, yes. uh, always so great and generous, has uh, dropped off a bottle of whiskey and uh, all sorts. Yeah, well, there's so. a big gift coming, too, I know that we're all contributing yes, towards. that's so. right. We won't say it here. So funny when you said Lou Gossett Jr. because if you look on his IMDb, it's yeah. all Iron Eagle. Like it's there's like five <laughs> or six movies really? of a purely Iron Eagle. I'm like, hmm. holy shit! I, apparently, I... that's what he's known for. And Firewalker, of course, and... with our boy Norris. Yeah, you know what? But I I know him best from um, Enemy Mine yeah. and Digstown. Like I love Digstown. I don't even know if I've seen that movie. Really? No. Oh, Oliver no. Platt. You got James Woods. Um, oh. There's actually it's a, it's a pretty it decent actually, movie. that sounds like a good cast. It is a good cast. Okay. It's a, I do like that movie, Digstown. Okay, so so <clears throat> what's what's this podcast about, Tristan? Like, what's the episode today? Maybe oh, we'll, maybe wow. we'll pull it all back in. Well, this is this is such a dear film. I I I think about this film and I have nothing but wonderful thoughts about it. Totally, it makes me so happy. And we quote this film. A lot. Quite often, yeah. No, no, for sure. A lot. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot um, there's, of great lines in this. There is. And um, it's no surprise because people have read the um, the episode name. <laughs> yes, we're not, we're not going to shock anyone no, no. with it. But I love this film. The film is Owen, Owen's mother, and Owen's friend, Larry. Right. <laughs> no, no, it's it's the Mama from the Train. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is. It's a terrific movie, and I mean... Oh. Um, Really oh, neat because um, it wasn't really typical kind of the films we watched at the time. And no. then you see guys who kind of came out of the woodwork who were not typical. Yeah. Like, I don't know that I had a huge uh, Danny DeVito knowledge other than mm-hmm. like taxi episodes that you would watch more uh, from the sitcom perspective. And a little bit of rem- Romancing the Stone. Yeah. Uh, One Flew Over. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't really know that as a kid, though. That wasn't yeah. a movie that I followed. But when I think about him and the stuff that was immediately yes, available, right. it you're was right. a lot of more surface stuff. Yeah. And what I think is different about this film, and I'm sure we'll get into this, is yeah. he plays this role incredibly well. Like, yeah. I think yeah. uh, Billy Crystal was maybe the star, yeah. but I feel like Danny DeVito was really the shine. He out. stole it. Yeah, 100%. He did. This was his film. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Him and uh, who, who played Mama? Is it Anne Ramsey? Uh, sure. Yeah, I think something like that. Let's check our um, Goonies IMDb. I know, right? I know. Well, our, our buddies at um, Three Geeky Dags just released their Goonies episode. Right. Right. And so and, uh, she's in that. So I think it's Anne yeah. Ramsey. And I'm I know sure that right. because um, one of the Geeky Dads, Brian Ramsey, is like, no relation. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't talk about it, but it's there. Yeah. Yeah. But we know it Good is. Good luck, Brian. Yeah. Really. Trying to bury that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We know, we know the connection. He keeps telling me that I'm a poop. And so that's how I know. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's an inside family thing. Yeah. yeah. And screaming bath and things that's, like that. Oh God. So, when he sings Rockabye Baby, I pee myself a little. <laughs> so this film is just so good and it's so wacky. It's, a, it's, a, it's dark. Like there is a darkness to this film. There is great comedy. There is great story. And there is great slapstick. Like it yeah. is everything. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think about the type of sort of like really obvious comedies we could have been watching as, a, mm -hmm. as sort of we were getting a little bit older. Mm -hmm. But this doesn't really fall into any of that. And I think it was a thoughtful no. film. And um, especially like guys like Billy Crystal. So, I mean, when yeah. I first started uh, being aware of Billy Crystal, yeah. it was more on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And I was thinking about Nando. And uh, I actually, one year for grade seven, yeah. I went as Nando. Yes, because he was did. really popular yeah. at that time. And not I remember. How you feel. No, no, exactly. <laughs> and the only person who knew what the fuck I was doing was my grade seven French teacher, who was like, hey! And then oh. ever since then, yeah. like, and until I left uh, for McMurray, yeah. in school, she would call me Nando. Oh, that was no my nickname way. for like a year. Oh, that's so cool. I remember that costume too. Yeah. 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 I remember the video. Totally. You I, got the look. Oh, no, it's. Um, oh, no, sorry. Marvelous. Marvelous. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's better to look, look good than to feel good. That's right. Hello, darling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. again, a super funny guy, but. Yeah. But, you know, this was such a nice. Um, way that those two played off of each other and yeah. Billy Crystal's great like his anxiety is amazing oh. Rob Reiner super funny like yeah. honestly the people that they threw into this uh, Kate Mulgrew mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> it was an interesting cast mm -hmm. but a really terrific cast yeah um, oh, and, and it's it's such a neat story it's not super complicated in fact it, I mean it, it they reference it in the film. The uh, was it North by Northwest? Yes. What is it? Yeah, the the Hitchcock film. Oh, it's not North by no, Northwest. North it's by Strangers Northwest. on a Train. Thank you, and um, and it really is a parallel to that. But they make no bones about it. But nope. they make and they make such a beautiful and robust story totally. around it. Yeah. Yep. So um, looking at the time here, um, we're already uh, two hours in. Nice. Um, so you've got really uh, three minutes. <sighs> no to problem. So Challenge accepted. <laughs> That's wow, okay. That really hurts. What is it? That's what do you call it? Asthma? When kind you get like uh, when, when it's like close-ups of like someone chewing or oh. things like that. Was that the? the I, I haven't heard that terminology, but oh, yes, really? that's exactly what I was shooting for. Well, I wanted, yeah, I wanted just, the audience to know that I'm making a personal sacrifice. Yeah. When my rheumatological <laughs> rheumatological like joint development to make yeah. sure that they knew I was committed. You're good. You're good. And uh, yeah. uh, uh, audience uh, listener may notice that there is. <laughs> Uh, is it dad? It is the one person I know for sure who listens who consistently is, is my dad. Yeah. And uh, my Uncle Munka. Yeah. So Laura, Laura's Uncle Michael is yeah. also a, a huge fan, and so a little shout uh, out to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, dad, dad loves to give us notes, which is great. Oh, well, we talked about this before, I think, yeah. where he was saying that we really aren't reaching the 70-year-old audience <laughs> the way we probably could. And uh, That's our demographic. That is our yeah. demographic. Like, right. I think we're going to talk more about Ben Gay at the end of some of our episodes, or That's Matlock, it. or yeah, whomever yeah. appeals to those guys, like Gunsmoke. Remember when talkies ah, were invented? <laughs> that was great. We really enjoyed that. I hope you we know. get some comments in our uh, <laughs> comment section of our Facebook page. That's it. That's it. So um, you've got three minutes to, right. to lock us in here with this amazing film. So, um, yeah, let's commence a festival. Challenge accepted, my friend. So okay. the opening scene. Yeah. You sort of see Billy Crystal when he's kind of typing away and he's yeah. really frustrated. But <laughs> the one thing that's most important about all of this is... He's trying to come up with the start of a book. Yes. And he's on the page. You yes. can see the typewriter. It's really got the focus lines. And it starts with, the night was nothing. He's yeah. got yeah. nowhere to go with this. <laughs> and you can see him procrastinating. And he's waiting to finish the sentence. And yeah. my favorite sort of part of this whole montage is when he starts to use the, the, the tape. Yeah. And he's like making little faces and stuff. Yeah. And I think I never knew about making faces with tape until this film. Yeah. Uh, and then I really started to lean into it. So I was like, you, oh. You were known for it. You uh, were synonymous with that's right. scotch tape face. Well, you go full like uh, uh, Phantom of the Opera. and oh, just sure. really like just the. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. Anyway. anyway. His anxiety there is so palpable. Pal pal 
palpable? There it is. Um, um, it's just, he's just like, and, and you get the sense that just that's, and it's a nice build, right? Yeah. He's, he's thinking, he's trying to work through his process. He's got things to distract him, things to kind of get the juices flowing, but nothing is coming. And you're, my heart rate is oh, up even now. I've definitely been in this scenario, right? like procrastinating yeah. so hard at work yeah. or, or around a project you mm -hmm. don't want it to do and you don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. and it's just like, it seems like the world is a void. Yeah. So it's good. It really kind of plays it well. And, and you, you understand a little bit about this character right out of the gates. Yeah. Anyway, so you move into, uh, he's watching TV. That's right. And you see him uh, looking at uh, television. He, he tunes into Oprah. Yeah. And on Oprah is his wife, Margaret Donner. Yeah. And so she talks a little bit about like what's going on in her life and uh, that she's written this amazing book. Yeah. And this book's like a huge bestseller and she's totally disparaging her marriage. And it turns out that she was married to... Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. Yeah. So. I love that book is called Hot Fire. Hot Fire. <laughs> as opposed to the other kind. Yeah, really. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she's this amazing success. The book is number one for many weeks and she is just talk of the town and he's screaming at the television, that's my book. Yep. My book, Oprah. Yep. Right? So already we know they were married. Like you said, even during the interview, uh, Oprah's like, what would you say to your ex-husband now? And she's like, uh, what does she say? Something like, um, uh, I couldn't care less. Or, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, was something like, like yeah, yeah. Like the married with children, like, yeah. crowd was just there, like, no pig. Flush. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, but yeah, you, uh, he's he's frustrated. That's yeah. why, you, like, basically you can ascertain that that's why he's got writer's block is yeah. just his, his, like, one super powerful novel that he wrote, poured himself into, was stolen, according to him, and... Well, and Margaret even takes credit for it. She's like, you know yeah. what? It was easy for me to write because it's my, my life. life. And he's like, it's my, my life. life! And he's just, he's <laughs> really into, like, his whole whole identity has been yeah. robbed from him. And yeah. so you can see he's emasculated, and he's, he's just without a rudder. Yeah. And so... We eventually learn that yeah. he is a teacher. Like he yes. teaches how to write. Yeah. And so he's got a group of students. Anyway, before we get to that, you see um, uh, Owen is fantasizing. So we, we, we yeah. cut a little bit to Owen. Owen's in his house. He's yeah. another guy just kind of typing away and doing his thing. Yeah. And um, you see... His um, mother. Yeah. He's, as he's trying to work away, his mom is screaming at him. Yeah. And Owen. she's like, Owen! Yeah. And she wants a Coke. She wants like a uh, like a Pepsi. Yeah. And um, give me a soda. That's right. You put me the unsalted nut. The unsalted nuts make me choke. A yeah. soda with some ice. That's yeah. exactly it. So yeah. So basically, he goes in and he starts to get all the different accoutrements that's a, like part of a soda and ice. Yeah. And as he's in there, he sees this uh, little box of lye. Yeah. And he's thinking to himself like, huh. Maybe I will. And so he's using like a weird china teacup to feed yeah. her with. And so he puts the Coke in, he puts some ice in, and then he starts to dump like this lie in. Yeah. And I thought, what we just start to learn about this film is he often fantasizes about the death of things. And same, it's, yeah. it's actually pretty tangential. Yeah. But um, I thought, okay, well, there's no way he's actually putting this lie into there. It must be a fantasy. Yeah. So anyway, he brings it back, gives it to mama. Mama starts to drink or is about to drink. No, no. And first is fantasy drink. Well, that's right. But what I'm yeah. saying is, it seems like she's about to drink it, and as you sort of see her die, kind of go through the whole thing yeah, of dying, yeah, and then sorry. he kind of steps back for a moment, and then, you know, she's about to drink again, and he snaps it out of her hand. Yeah. And sort of smashes against the wall. You and, know, um, go ahead. One of my favorite moments in that is is when he, it's a close-up of the uh, cup that has the uh, Pepsi in it. And, and the bits of lye floating on top. Yeah, bits of lye, but you see the box as he's shaking it in, and he shakes in some, and then there's a pause. And then he shakes it a bit more. Like, I better take care of this. Oh, yeah. I'm not doing this in half measures. Yeah. 
for sure. I love that. So yeah, he 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 gets the cup. He slaps the cup out of her hand, yep. and she slaps him in the face. Yeah, stupid poop. And um, yeah, so he. This is where it's kind of dark, because he literally was seconds away from actually poisoning her. Yeah. So he's always been testing the waters. Yeah. It seems like he's kind of maybe progressed over a period of time to mm-hmm. now. He's he's basically at the cusp of doing it, but he's still got a conscience. He's mm-hmm. still he's feeling guilty about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And he does mention that he's writing a piece for class. So yes. he's in a class, and as it turns out, he's actually in um, in Larry Donald's class. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So uh, next scene is at the classroom and. Someone is reading their story. I think. <laughs> I Isn't love that that story. woman? Yeah, yeah she's yeah. like, yeah, God. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So she's she's going through a story, and it's like a submarine story, and it's about like they're in the middle of World War Two. Yeah, uh, and it's it's pretty funny. But the one thing I love about this character, she's so fucking confident. Like oh, she yeah. just like everything is like. Yeah, and <laughs> we sure did. And but she has no technical terminology, and like, and Billy Crystal kind of calls her out for it a little bit. Yeah, it's it's good. Uh, so she reads her story, gives her a bit of critique, uh, and then he goes and picks up a page, uh, or a, a, a you know a little short story manuscript, right. and it's Owens. But he looks at the title, and then he puts it back and grabs another one, and you can see Owen during that whole process, just like, oh, yeah, you know, like sad. For sure. And so um. <laughs> there is so okay. many ambient We're under noises. a waterfall right now. Seriously. No, Tristan, your house is so much better for recording this uh, stuff than mine would be. But at the same time, yeah, you know what? If you hear some stuff, yeah. listener, uh, Dad or <laughs> Uncle Mike, uh, then basically that's from just that's, you know, that's because normal we're happenings of, a, of being in a family. Yeah, that's part of being a dad. It's true. Um, so, so he then picks another book or another script up or short story rather, and it's um, oh shit, what the hell's his name? His name is Mr. Pinsky. And Mr. Pinsky. One hundred women I would like to pork, but it's actually not pork. I think because it looks like Billy Crystal's line has been overdubbed. That's right. I think it's actually supposed to be a hundred women I like to fuck. fuck. Yeah. And then uh, I think they changed it just to make it a little bit more PG. Yeah, yeah. A hundred women I'd like to pork, and he starts leafing through it. The girl at the checkout counter at like. Uh, whatever, uh, you know, home and garden or Oh, something. yeah, the girl yeah. at the laundromat. Like, yeah. it's pretty much like... <laughs> it's all these women. He yeah. just wants to have sex He's with He's like, well, like, it, it's a coffee table book. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would include illustrations and um, backstories. And Levy's got an ascot. Like, he might actually be just some rich, like, pants man who's just Seriously. there to, like, you know, indulge himself a little. It's oh pretty funny. But that's an ongoing joke through this whole movie, and I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's so funny. So... Yeah. Um, There's it, a lot of backstitching. Yeah, it, it, it cuts after class. They go to the laundromat. Laundromat. Yeah. So um, Billy Crystal is doing his laundry, is pouring rain, and then Danny DeVito sees him. He's been stalking him, essentially. Totally. Right? And and there's there's so many like red flags and problematic things. Oh, in this he's panel. got this like I'm gonna kill you look in his eyes yeah. all the time, even though he's just trying to return his tie. Yeah, you dropped your tie. It, it was ruined. 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 Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, it's got like glyphs on it or something. Like, is there Norse gods that are represented somehow in like yeah. symbol form? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So he corners him. He's he's like, tell me, why didn't you read my story? Right. And uh, Billy Crystal's like, I, Owen, this is my time. I gotta go. Kind of thing, and and Owen keeps pressing him and pressing him. I think in different scenes, and eventually he tells Owen, "Look, it, it's the 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 story was bad. You had it was too simplistic. You too simplistic. You had two characters. Yep. Uh, it was a murder mystery, and one and of them died it, on page two. Right. <laughs> so 
So again, you need you need a little bit more, um, yeah, a little bit more filler, yeah, like a little bit more exposition. I think is probably like it, what he's it. getting at. The guy in the hat killed the other guy in the hat. No kidding. <laughs> What's the problem? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty funny. So Owen, Owen's gonna try to write again. He's right. So he's taking some notes from Billy Crystal. And then, yeah. And you can see Billy's actually back in his own room yeah. after this, and he's trying to write in the same way. Uh, also, he leaves a message for his girlfriend. So yeah. this is the first time he kind of makes reference to her, yeah. uh, and her name is Beth. Yeah. And just sort of says like, "Hey, you know what? I saw Margaret on the on the television, and yeah. I went crazy." And then basically, he just kind of got discombobulated. But he breaks a date, yeah. and you can tell that this is probably at the beginning of a relationship. So they don't really have like a, yeah. something that's super secure, but they're obviously interested in each other. And basically, anyway, it's just it's uh, it stalls up from there. Just yeah. his anxiety is. Like, kind of ruining all of his life. Not just his writing, but his personal life, too. Sorry, ruining or ruining? Ruining! Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. He's putting the glyphs on things. And, yeah. He's ruining everything. Yeah, but and she is, like, hyper-tolerant. Like, incredibly she's, tolerant. She seems pretty cool, but she's also pretty flaky. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's, yeah. She's, yeah, granted, like, she's probably got her own She's stuff, an archaeology-like teacher or something. Anthropology. Or, like, anthropology. There it is. Yeah, because she's... Beep, boop. Yeah, because there's one scene where she's studying, like, uh, Aboriginal... Um, Dance? Like, like uh, yeah, Australian Aboriginal dance right. and stuff like that. Anyway, um, so um, yeah, he he apologizes. We also get introduced to his neighbor, who's a musician. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's Winter Marcellus. Yeah, who was actually like prominent because of um, late night. He was like a band leader yes. on a late night program at the time. So yeah. he must have expressed interest in wanting to do some stuff and yeah. Um, yeah, kind of got picked up for that role, and, and he's fine. I don't think yeah. he's like particularly exceptional. No, he's there but for he's utility. Yeah, really. for sure. Yeah, it's so a bit of a vehicle just to kind of give him some exposure. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, he interacts with Billy Crystal, blah 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 blah, and um, yeah, he apologizes on the phone, yeah. and uh, they get cut back to Owen's house after yes, this, and then yeah. basically this is the scene where she's got something stuck in her ear. Yeah. So she's Mama's always like, smacking him, like she's yeah. slapping him around and stuff, and uh, yeah. he has to clean some something out of her ear, like she thinks that she's got like a polyp or a boil or whatever. Yeah, a water she's she's heinous, like it's basically yeah. like trying to clean out Shrek's ear at this point. <laughs> she's she's really like not a not a great person, so, um, and so, he's cleaning her out. He's thinking about yeah. stabbing her with the scissors. Yeah, yeah, and so he uh, yeah he's he's got to get this like water thing out of her ear and yeah. whatever, and he sees those massive scissors, and he he has another fantasy where he grabs the scissors. Jams it in her ear and then like slams it down. <laughs> and then I love the cutaway where she comes back and she's like, ah! And the scissors are hanging out of both sides of her ears. Yeah. It's pretty funny. It's so good. But then um, it, it turns out it was just a fantasy and you got the, the whatever was wrong with her ear. Yeah. And then she's actually affectionate. I was just going to say, like, you know what? There's, there's reasons and there's moments where yeah. I can see why Owen loves his mother. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, generally she's nasty and she's mean spirited and. Yeah. He, I think, um, and I'm, I'm sure we'll get into this, but yeah. he's not there for her. I think he's there because his dad is gone. Yeah. And he wants to be like his dad, who was a loving and generous person. Yeah. And so he puts up a lot of shit, but I think, you know, it's stifling him in so many ways. Oh, and you God, kind of yeah. can understand why he wants to do things differently. Yeah. <laughs> different. That's a kind way to say he wants to kill her. Right. Right. <laughs> really? Well, I'm Cause... all about massaging. <laughs> yeah. Certain certain truths. Well, fundamentally, that's exactly what he wants to do. He wants yeah. to kill her and get rid totally. of her because his his life is just controlled by her. Yeah. But also, um, so he's writing uh, another version of his story, and um, uh, and she's also this is important too is that she feels like he is constantly trying to get rid of her, like send her off to a home. Right. No, there is. There's this yeah. whole like flow through in the entire movie where it's yeah. like. You're trying to get rid of me, or or yeah. um, he. Uh, eventually, yeah. actually, there's even an admission where she thinks he's trying to kill her. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. No, but yeah. you definitely get that sense that there's something going on. Uh, so um, next day uh, at class, yep. uh, Billy Crystal. So um, in the cafeteria, the yes, outdoor cafeteria, right. which yeah. would never happen in Canada. No. Uh, especially right now, it's minus 25 <laughs> currently. So that cafeteria would be um, very underattended. Yeah. But yeah, he's back there with his girlfriend and he's trying to fix it. Like he, yeah, that's right. He's trying to apologize a little bit for breaking the date. Yeah. And he also, he actually manages to get like a little bit of a reprieve. Yeah. Like she agrees to go out with him again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and um, uh, so it's it's good. He charms her. She agrees. She's like, yes, yeah. I can't believe I'm taking this time. Yes, yes, yes. Totally. But there's that one guy at the table who's like, yeah. hey, I saw your wife on TV. Yeah. He's like, he's ex-wife, like, ex-wife. I hate her. She's a slut. Slut. I wish yeah. she was dead. I wish she was dead. This is a huge that. admission that yeah. everyone gets to hear because, and this becomes important later because they start to interview yeah. based on this scene. And exactly. a lot of people in this class are aware yeah. that he wants her dead. Yeah. Not that she's going to die or disappear. Oh, no. Spoiler. Exactly. But, but this yeah. is another, like, like he's screaming at his students and it's obvious he's still obsessed with his wife and yet Beth is still like, all right, well. Guess I'll just have to put up with that. This was the know? dating pool in the early '90s. Like you just you get you get all the broken men, <laughs> and they love it. And they or you better. It. Yeah, yeah. So um, we go into the classroom, and um, everybody's applauding because of one of the other participants has just finished his story. It's this old guy about him refin- refinishing furniture. Yeah. yeah no, he's okay. like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like forty meters of Naga hide in a dream. Like it's yeah, just this yeah. sort of ridiculous, but it is. But everybody just loved it. And it was great. Totally. And so, um, and the, then, uh, so, so Larry is about to grab another uh, book. Right. And I, oh shit, we missed a scene. Okay. Oh. When he was uh, in his own apartment by himself, he's yep. still struggling with that line. The yep. night was, and he finally came up with the night. The night was um, um, the moist. Night, moist. Right. That. That's it. That's it. The night was moist. Yeah, so he's committed to it. And he's finally yeah. found a beginning. So he's yeah. like, he's feeling really good. He now yeah. he can finally proceed with the story. That part is over. Anyway, picks up on the next story. And it's Owen's story. Yeah. And it starts with... The night was moist. <laughs> ah, and he, and this is one of my favorite lines. Yeah. And this is when we quote for sure. It's like, I have an enormous headache in my eye. Like, it just kind of shuts down class and walks out. And Owen's like... So freaked out because he's yeah. like, God damn it, he finally was going to start reading my story. And then he stopped. Yeah. So um, cut to a scene with Billy Crystal and Beth. They finally got their date. They're yep. on this um, playground. Tiny train. Yeah. on this playground. And they're they're kind of flirting. And, and she's she's really into it. And they're kissing and things like that. And then it cuts to the, the rest of the train. And there's De- uh, Danny DeVito uh, eating chips watching them. <laughs> but here's an interesting thing that came out of that, too, is like... Yeah. Uh, Larry can't have sex with her on the train. Yeah. Because he's saying that his writer's block is actually affecting his ability to have sex. So, yes. I mean, it has permeated every aspect of his yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. And so, I just, I wanted to kind of pull that back because, you know, when you see how much he starts to become interested in uh, Owen's plan later, yeah, you can tell why. Yeah. I mean, I think it's downplayed a little bit. I think it maybe it seems like Owen is the one who's getting more of the abuse, but I think Larry's own uh, situation is not ideal either. Yeah, there's a lot of layers, there's a lot of undertones in this yeah. where there is, there's there's real anxiety with Larry, there's real pain, and he, and he is, he's like, he, he can't do the thing that he loves the most, and it's affecting every part of his life. So, totally. does it make sense that eventually he almost kind of gets on board with Owen's plan? Yeah, well, kind of. Well, and it seems like he does at one point, and then he kind of stops at one point, and I'm yeah. sure we'll talk about it when we get there, but yeah. at the same time, like, when he eventually, at the very end, yeah. commits to the whole thing... There's a reason for it. That's so again, right. That's right. you're right. It's, he su- they suddenly layer in that, you know, this has been building to a point. Yeah. And it's not like, um, it's completely one-sided. Yeah. 
For sure. Uh, so uh, he gets pissed off at Danny DeVito and yep. finally agrees to meet with him uh, and have a conversation. Yeah. So, well, for, no, no. First, uh, yeah. Owen calls him. Yes. Because he's at home and he says, hey. So he just he keeps pursuing this. Yes. He's like, why didn't you like it? And then eventually, like, Larry does agree to meet him to discuss. Yeah. Gives him critique on the, on his um, short story. But, but he goes on about, you know what makes great stories, great murder mysteries is motive. Yeah. Right? You have to eliminate the motive. Eliminate the motive. Yeah. And, and talks about, you know what you need to do is go see a Hitchcock film. That's what you need. Yeah. A, a master of motive and misdirection and, mm-hmm. and, and plot. Go see a Hitchcock film. So he plants a bit of a seed in Owen's mind yes. about what to do next. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, he goes back to his own house, mm-hmm. and he and Beth are reading a kid's book about the little train that could. Yeah. And they're kind of turning this into a, like a sexual euphemism. Yeah. And they're kind of like, you know, being a little bit more playful. And then, of course, who calls? Yeah. Oh, and again. Right. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, I know what you want, and I know yeah. what you want me to do. Crisscross. Crisscross. Because that's because Owen goes to see the, the Hitchcock film. Strangers on a Train. Strangers on a Train. Right. And that whole plot is about two strangers who are going to commit murders for each other so right. that they can eliminate motive. Absolutely. And establish right. an alibi. So exactly. both of them cannot be questioned for when the other person is murdered that they actually yeah. wanted to get killed. So Owen's like, oh, I see what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah, I know what's going on. Because he's aware that Larry hates his wife. Right. And Owen has his own problems, totally. right? And I think he even talked about it. He mentions it briefly. He's like, oh, I know. I, I, uh, You really hate your wife. I, I got the same issue with my mother. Well, yeah. And I mean, and it's like, been yeah. well established because of all that scene at the cafeteria. So yeah, it's for yeah. sure out there. Um, so yeah, uh, Danny DeVito calls and says, I, I get what you meant. Yeah. I'll call you in a few days. Yeah. Kind of thing, and you, right? then it's sort of, he closes his door and you can see there's a Hawaiian shirt on the back of his yes. door. Yeah. So you can kind of, you can tell what's going on. We, like we know that, uh, Margaret is in Hawaii. Yeah. And so it, you can kind of piece that together. Yeah. Anyway, the next scene is with Rob Reiner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who is, uh, Larry's agent. Right. Yeah. And um, he's basically kind of firing him, isn't he? Basically, yeah. Because, because they hire his wife. Yeah, they <laughs> hire his wife. And he gives him a plant. And, yeah, a ficus. A ficus, yeah. But, but in fairness, one of the right. things that you start to learn more about Larry is he's been trying to write a story for a long time. Four years. And so my question was always like, so how is this not plausible that um, Larry's been working on this treatment for a long time, he's basically written all the story, and yeah. for Margaret to take credit for it, there should have been like footprints in the sand showing yeah. up to when he, he did it yeah. but what is really great about Rob Reiner's scene is you really understand like he's been like delaying for years and he hasn't been showing stuff for years yeah. and he's kind of a procrastinator who doesn't give a lot of like clues as to what he's doing yeah. which works against Larry in this so That's right. suddenly Margaret stealing that plot is a lot more plausible than it was because yeah. for sure I was like well this is stupid like there must have been people like looking yeah. through and giving edits and, and like sort of critiquing yeah. stuff but if he's been doing a lot of the work on his own then I can maybe see it possibly yeah exactly uh, so, um, Danny DeVito, Owen, yeah, yeah. Owen uh, gets to Hawaii and right. his whole purpose is he's, he's like, okay, I'm going to kill Larry's wife. I'm going right. to do the crisscross. Crisscross. And so, um, he goes to her house yep. and breaks in yep. and, um, is, is looking to kill her. He puts on his gloves <laughs> his and he's gloves. got this look. No kidding. Hawaiian shirt, but like leather gloves. Like, <laughs> could it not be more obvious what your plan is oh, here? Seriously. It's pretty funny. Yeah. So, um, he... But then the, Oh, yeah. go ahead. Nope, keep oh, going. Uh, well, he's about to strangle her, but then um, uh, the the lawn boy, the right. living, uh, muscular, handsome yep. houseboy, uh, uh, comes in, and so Danny DeVito dives beneath the uh, behind the couch. Right. And uh, good old Kate Mulgrew is is like putting on her expensive earrings, and um, she starts flirting with the the lawn boy, and they start having sex on the right. couch. So so. Uh... 
But they're not just having sex. Like, he's making dog sounds the whole time. Like, it's like, rah, 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 rah. So, again, we've talked about all of my misconstrued sexual, like, themes and, like, things are supposed to happen. Like, so we got the egg beaters from, like, Bachelor bachelor Party. And, like, you're supposed to make a woman scream opera Opera. when she has sex. So, also, now I knew that another thing you have to do as a male having sex with women is make dog sounds. That's right. So, uh, it's no wonder that my therapy has gone terribly. Through the roof. Yes. (laughs) And I cannot hold on to a woman. Thank you for being uh, a saint. Laura, uh, the dog sounds are coming tonight. They are, uh, they very, are, very yeah. good. Well, well, and she's so tolerant for that idiosyncrasy. That's it. Uh, so, um, and it's such a brilliant scene because because Danny DeVito's just kind of bored. He pulls out a magazine while they're like messing around with and Kate Mulgrew sex. on the cover. Yeah, basically. And then the phone rings. Yeah, and he even helps to facilitate it by like reaching over and sliding the phone so that she can talk to her agent about a book signing. But this is how he figures out what to do next. That's right. That's happening on one of the other islands. Yeah, so she's going to take a boat that evening to yeah. Maui. Right. Um, and so he figures that out. And so um, when they're done and they leave... Yep. Uh, makes himself a sandwich. Makes himself a sandwich. <laughs> this is a veteran move. I'm like, I love that you made yourself a sandwich. <laughs> Fuck, that's what I would do. Like, all right, well, you know, I'm not doing this on an empty stomach. Seriously. I've got a full day of, like, stock and kill. That's genius. So yeah. he makes a sandwich and she takes off to go and board her boat. Yeah, so it's like a sea um, taxi, right? Exactly. So um, he um, he decides to follow. Yep. So um, uh, Larry, at the same time, is depressed. He's like, ugh. And he goes and he grabs a bottle of, of booze, drives his um, fancy convertible to, to a Not remote Not fancy, beach. but you know, yeah, exactly. But, and he's kind of like a little bit tipsy and stuff. But yeah. you know what? I'm going to ask, I'm going to say something that uh, I thought you had a great question. It was really yeah. important. So... In the scene before Larry gets to the beach and he's drunk and he basically, we figure out he doesn't have an alibi because no yeah. one sees him there. Yeah. But, um, you know, Owen gets his strangling gloves on. Yeah. And he's about to go and strangle Margaret. Yeah. But she's reaching over to pick up one of her earrings. And That's so if right. she's strangling, he pushes her. Yeah. And you made a really great point. And this is a, it's a good question is, would he have gone through with it? Yeah. Instead of pushing, would he have strangled her? Because the, the intention is, is that he he's committed to it. So... And that's right. This this happens on the cruise, the boat to Maui. She's yep. drinking champagne. He tries to kind of engage, engage her a bit, but like, she's like, yeah. nope. She picks up and down. goes. Like, yeah. I, I'm done. So she's on the railing and she yep. drops an earring. And so she's she's before she leans over to get it, you're right. He's got his gloves on and he's that look in his eyes is oh, brilliant. Yeah, he's got <laughs> such a great goonie like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I must kill yeah. the queen. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that, Reggie Jackson? Yeah, that, no, it's OJ. It's OJ. No, it's no. not OJ. It's um. It's uh. Oh shit! Sh- Baseball player. Yeah. Um, is it not Reggie? Is it? Oh, uh, it is Reggie Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Anyway, but um, <laughs> but he is. He's. You're right. He's committed. Yeah. And and honestly, if she if he didn't have to push her, he would have probably tried to strangle her. I feel like he would have, and it's just it doesn't speak so much to him as being a killer as to how much. His mom causes him anxiety, yes. and he's looking for a pathway yeah. out of that terrible scenario. So, exactly, you know, we do extreme things. I think when we're in extreme positions, and yeah. Uh, yeah. But but it was an interesting question. I was like, huh? Yeah. I would love to see like an alternate scene for this. Yeah, where he just to he know went through with it. Like, yeah. How dark would that movie have been then? Kind right? of. He get he gets a total out yeah. on this. But I th- I love that question. I thought it was really like it was mm. very adroit. There's um, and you know what's it's funny recently. I'm gonna go on another tangent, which is rare. Please, which is rare. No um, we're watching. Well, this uh, one time. This one time. There's a there's a four um episode series called The Inside Man with oh. Stanley Tucci and sure. David Tennant. Okay, it's really good. Okay, 
Um, but two guys I like a lot. Yeah, yeah. And it is, an, it is a powerhouse um, series. It's only four episodes, but it's wonderful. Okay. Wonderful. But it, it all centers around everyday people put in the right situation under the right pressure will do the most horrific things. Most likely. So this is, you're right, this is kind of that situation. Yeah. So um, he ends up, um, you assume that he's pushing her because they even put in a slide whistle. Oh. <laughs> you know. You yeah, know. don't get it. Uh, so you know it's comedic then. Like again, yeah. they're really trying to put some levity back into like that scenario. But you're right. Yeah. It had a really dark start. Yeah. So we assume yeah. he has pushed her off the boat and she's dead. And um, Larry wakes up yep. uh, on the beach. Yep. He's he's um, He's been there all night. His car is stalled. There's a weird montage that follows that though, where you kind of see him in the classroom and stuff. Like oh, it's almost like he dreams yeah. about that, and yeah, then it cuts back right. into him like waking up in his bed. Yeah. So it sort of does this weird move. Like he had to leave his car because it ran out of juice. Yeah. Because he left the lights on and stuff so you could see, and he was continuing to booze. Yeah. But then there's like, yeah, then he ends up back in his bedroom. Yeah. And That's then, right. There's a there's a, yeah. a ringing phone. It's all his <laughs> class are waiting for him, and the phone's ringing, ringing, ringing. Yeah. You're right. It's a wonderful transition into his bedroom. And he picks up the phone, and it's Owen. Right. And when he says to him, Aloha. it's done. <laughs> yeah. It's done. And he yeah. says, do you want anything from Hawaii? And then, oh, uh, and then he stops. And yeah. He kind of like stops for a minute or two, and he's like, uh, what? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, falls back to sleep. Like, yeah. Larry goes back to sleep. And then in the next call, it's like, wiki, wiki. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I've, uh, basically, okay. he's just like. Yeah. She's. I, I did it. Yep. I did it. Yep. Would you like anything from Hawaii? And, and, he, and through this conversation, um, piece by piece, because. Danny DeVito has this, it's amazing. He does this like phone teleportation. Yeah. He calls for like 15 different pay phones it's, in five seconds. It takes Larry like a minute to get to the next phone call. But like Danny DeVito like moves probably like a hundred miles in that exact same like one minute. It's incredible. You're right. It's like, there's no spatial logic to it. No, it's so But it's good. so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. So it's we a cool figure nuance. Out, yeah, yeah, we figure out that Danny DeVito yep. has gone to Hawaii to see Billy Crystal's ex-wife and has killed her. Right. That's he more or less admits to that. And Larry starts freaking out when he realizes what's really going on. For sure. So he tries to call Margaret, but yeah. she's not answering the phone, obviously, right. yeah. because she's dead for all intents and purposes that they know of. That's it. So he sees freaking out. He's like, oh my God, I've got no alibi. I was I was alone. No one knows. Right. So Goes then, to talk to his music buddy. Yeah, he goes to his music buddy yep. who's in bed with a lady. Yep. Yeah, and he's like, there's no way I could have got to Hawaii and back in time but to be here this morning. And music buddy agrees. Yeah. It's all solved. No all problem. Solved. Except the flight attendant girl who's in bed <laughs> with Winston Marcellus is like, yeah. well, actually, if you took the, like, this time of clock flight, like, you could have yeah. got there, could have got back with plenty of time just to do this. And so it's a total freak out again. Yeah. Yeah. So he's freaking out and he borrows... Buddy's car right. to go pick up Owen from the airport, and then on the radio, yeah, on the radio, because uh, he's driving, he's like, "No, he wouldn't have done it. He wouldn't no. have done it." Now the radio, just on cue, is like, "Missing uh, Margaret uh, Donner. Donner, uh, suspected foul play." Right. Yeah, and so he's like, "Oh fuck!" So he he pulls a Yui and heads off to go pick up Owen. Well, no, he actually goes to go talk to Beth. Oh, like first he yes. has to go talk to her and try to like That's explain right. the whole thing. Yeah, because he's looking for her to support him as an alibi. Yeah, and then she's in the middle of her like uh, dance and anthropo anthropologic anthropological dance. Totally. Uh, and uh, yeah, he shows up and he starts chatting to her, and he he basically he, admits kind of oh haphazardly God, because so he's so good. flustered. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, it's about Margaret." And she's like, "Oh, what, Margaret? She's what blew a tire. She, um, uh, you know, uh, got launched into space. Blah blah blah." And he's like, "No, she's dead." And she's like, "Oh my God, oh, 
Um, did she suffer? And, mm-hmm. and uh, well, he said that she didn't. Like, yeah, so it already like, it seems like he's like hired a killer to do it. Yeah. Well, okay, because she's because she's like, oh, did she suffer? And he's like, no, he said she didn't. And she went, oh, uh, her doctor went, no, her killer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like he hired someone to kill her. Yeah. She freaks out. Yeah. As well. And um, so he's off to go pick up Owen. He picks up Owen from the bus station. Right. Because Owen has already prearranged that I'm going to be at this time at this yeah, place. Yeah. So come and get me. Yeah. And um, he, but he also tries to take him to the police. Yes. So, I mean, he tries to think, okay, great. You know, I've got him. Yeah. Uh, this already looks really bad for me. I'm going to drop him off. And basically, like, uh, Owen oh. says, like, whatever. I'll just tell him that you told me to do it. I know. It's super good, actually. It's so good. He's really... and, yeah, he's got him over a barrel. And so Billy Crystal tries to Except for Billy him. Crystal's crazy. Yeah. Because then he decides to like, okay, fine. If you don't tell them, I'm going to kill us both. Yeah. And he just crash. like hits the gas. Yeah. Turns out the brakes don't work in the car. Nope. <laughs> and then they go down like into this, uh, into uh, a little uh, valley, trees, some valley and stuff yep. like that. And they're all freaking out except for good old Danny DeVito. He's like, ah, ah, hey, it's kind of like the Flintstones car wash. <laughs> no, totally. <laughs> it was a sort of a nice little segue exchange, but it was super fun. They do. They have moments like that that kind of reveal that Owen's he's he's a kind and kind of almost simplistic individual he is yeah so so they do really good job about oh you know what like two minutes ago he was about to strangle a woman to death but oh look he's got a kind heart and stuff so beautiful juxtaposition that that is written into this script like it's just awesome yeah so they end up crashing that car and end up um, uh, Owen takes Larry to his home. Right. Yeah. So he yeah. basically, like, they're off. Yeah. Cut back to the police station. Yeah. So Winter Marcellus is in the police station and he's being questioned because they find his car. Yes. And they're like, you know, how did this happen and what's yeah. going on and how did Larry get it? And uh, basically he just sort of says, like, hey, you know what? He borrowed my car. Yeah. Uh, there was all this business. And, um, but he, he basically right there sort of, it's a bit of a character testament. He says, yeah. he definitely didn't do it. Like, this how do you isn't know? him. Yeah. Just, it's not him. He's yeah. not that guy. Because Larry didn't doesn't do anything. Right. Yeah, he's impotent almost. Right? Exactly. So yeah. this whole thing has really stopped him from being, uh, you know, someone who's action-oriented. He's yeah. someone who's a little bit more behind on those, for sure. Uh, we go back to Owen's home. Yeah. Uh, Larry's kind of freaking out a little bit. But they're making breakfast. They're, they're trying to, like, re, you know, um, reset everything. Yeah. You know, have, some, have a good meal. And then yeah. we can tackle the day. With and some then, eggs, Owen. Oh, eggs, Owen. That's right. But this is where you see, like, um, Larry gets to meet Mama for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. She comes in. She's like, Owen. And she comes in and is like, who's this? It's, like, it's Cousin oh, Patty. It's Cousin Patty. You don't have a Cousin Patty. <laughs> you lied to me. Whack. <laughs> Just drills him with oh, a fry pan. Just imagine getting hit in the face with a frying pan. Like, I understand totally there was probably, like, props and stuff and whatever yeah. else. But they really play it well. Like, Billy Crystal goes down like a sack of potatoes. Oh, yeah. He's out. And then um, they put some ice on him and stuff. And he's, like, also, like, as soon as Mama leaves, he's quick to, like, put an ice pack on. He's yeah. really, like, nice yeah. about it. But he very much commits to this idea that, like, yeah. we don't want any reason for Mama to be suspicious. Because she's already suspicious that something's could happen. That's right. So yeah. um, there's another beautiful tender moment where uh, Larry's super pissed off. He's got the ice pack on. And yeah. Owen's like, hey, do you want to see my, my coin collection? Oh, I love this scene. And he goes in and he, um, yeah. under the floorboards, he pries up the, his coin collection that he's carefully sorted and things like that. Interesting that he would hide it so carefully. Ah. Like, I wonder if, like, he's not allowed to keep possessions because of Mama or she's always so suspicious. Or, so the fact that he's taking these, this extra care to really yeah. preserve the last memories he has of his father. Yeah. I think it, it was really tender. I'm like, oh. oh, what a great little kind of piece to tuck away. I know. It's so beautiful. And, and it's, the coins are not rare. 
it's not a coin collection for it for the coins um kind of notoriety it's yeah. it's a coin collection that owen um keeps because his father always let him keep the change yeah so you they're can all keep the change <laughs> we gotta do that yeah, that's in nilvana isn't it uh, it is in nilvana yeah yeah, for yeah sure. that film what is, what is that called uh again? it oh, is uh that cartoon yeah it's like a baseball game that they have to play against it is aliens. it's all these animals from earth have to play a baseball yeah. game against the aliens anyway totally. We'll cover that one day. Uh, dear, I hope so. <laughs> Fantastic. We'll tack it on to we'll our We'll be the only two rule. people in Canada yeah. who actually still remember that movie. Yeah. For sure. Okay, so um, um, there's a beautiful moment, and, and I think it even softens Billy Crystal a bit Yeah. from that. And so um, uh, Mama, I think, makes another kind of rant. Yeah, she's or kind of like, like a fat ass, and like, yeah. she really fat shames him all the time. Like, that's all one of the, the really time. solid themes through all of this, is yeah. that... You know, poor Owen, for as much as he is devoted to her and kind to her, yeah. she really is, like, incredibly dismissive. And she is all seeing Owen as utility for her. Like, how can he help her or preserve her? Yes. But otherwise, she's not a very good person. No. So it's, it's um, Owen plans uh, an idea. He's like, you just have to go and, like, jostle her or, like, scare her a bit and her ticker will stop. Right? right. So what I'll do is I'll go bowling. I'm going to put you out of the house... <laughs> Out the window, and you can make it look like a break-in. And so, um, uh, he, for some reason, he convinces Billy Crystal to go out onto the ledge yep. of his home. Yep. That turns out to be a terrible idea. <laughs> totally. And uh, brings him back in. But he's basically like, okay, what's going to happen is I'm going to go and... Um, Go bowling to establish an alibi. Right. You are going to make it look like a break-in and really. scare Mama to death. Yep. And to make sure, Owen leaves, but he also... Puts a string. Puts a string in the door That's so right. he can see if Larry's left or not. Yeah. So um, after Owen leaves, uh, Larry's like, what am I doing? This is ridiculous. I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. He goes and opens the door, but then he sees sirens for an unrelated thing. Well, he kind of, there was a point to where he goes back and tries to smother her with a pillow. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. But but as he's doing it, she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, look, he, he actually confesses the whole plan. He's like, oh. Larry's like, yeah, he tries to, oh, yeah. No, sorry, take that back. He tries to smell her with a pillow, and he confesses to her the whole plan, but she's asleep with her yeah. eyes open. So she's actually not registering any of it. It was like, yeah. it's kind of a wasted moment, but... Um, it's pretty funny. Like, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. For so sure. he's he's like, I can't leave, um, but I also can't go through with this. So, so instead, what he tries to do is find evidence of Owen's guilt. Yes. So he comes up with a set of plane tickets. That's right. So, he's, but they have his name. His name on right. it, and he's trying to find like evidence, evidence, evidence. But um, eventually. Um, some cops are knocking on Owen's door. Well, it's because um, Owen was in Larry's class. Exactly. So they've kind of put this together and they've interviewed everyone. And we actually kind of skipped a bit of a scene where they're interviewing people at the police station. And <gasps> basically, Beth says that, yes, Larry may have hired someone to kill. And then the class all talks about how Donner hated his wife and that he wished yeah. they were dead. So yeah. really, the evidence is mounting it's right now. It's mounting pretty up, clear Larry killed her. What's wonderful during that like class interrogation scene is Mr... Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, with the table, the coffee table book. Yeah, Polinsky sure. or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Pinsky. He, Pinsky. He's during his interview. The cops are reading his manuscript, kind of thing, and he's like, "It's a, a coffee table book." Yeah. <laughs> also, too, that was funny because uh, Pinsky also inquires about Larry's girlfriend. Oh yeah. In the cafeteria. <laughs> Uh, sorry, which class? Like, just yeah. don't even think don't about, even it. Think about <laughs> it. It's pretty That's funny. So good. Again, the running gags in this around oh, him are pretty awesome. So brilliant. Totally. So, um, so the cops are going to talk to Owen about Larry, and yep. so they're knocking on the door. Yep. And Larry's freaking out. Uh, but at the same time, Owen comes home from bowling. Right. Time-wise, I think it's like 
I think if you really look at it, it's been like only 10 minutes. Or Basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It seems really short because, I mean, unless his game got canceled or whatever else. Or if Larry was still asleep or doing some anyway. other stuff. So Owen comes up and he's like, oh, oh, you can't come in because Mama, she's old. And, and, and he looks at the door and he sees that the string is gone. Correct. So things are good. Yeah. He must have gotten like, done. Oh, okay, yeah. come on in. He's yep. going to talk to him. So he goes and he brings him into the kitchen. They start having a bit of a conversation. But then he's like, hey, I'll make you some tea. And he goes into the pantry and there's Larry. Oh, like trying to out. Hide. He's like, hi, uh, uh, hi, hi, tea. Yeah, exactly. Hi, tea. <laughs> hi, tea. Do you want hi, tea? And then, um, then you hear Mama. Mama's yeah. in the background. She's like... Evan! Yeah. And he's like, Mommy, you're still alive. Uh, it's good. She's old. You have to reassure her. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But then Owen starts to fuck with Larry a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he like, does. He's just kind of like, like maybe the cops are going to come in, kind of giving the cops a reason to go and like grab more tea or grab yeah, more sugar. sugar. And so he's kind of punishing him a little bit for not yeah. doing, the, doing the deed. Exactly. Yeah, it's really good. He's, yeah. like, he's like, he's a little conniving. And so there's a few near misses where Larry almost gets discovered. But finally, yeah. Owen decides, no, I'm not going to give away my friend yep he placates the police and sends them off right but they come up with a new plan to get rid of mama yeah which is like the hook on the back of the door well but with the stairs oh, sorry, go ahead. Yep. oh no no actually you're right i'm wondering where the trumpet comes in no that's later that's later i'm sorry so yes you're right <laughs> that's, that's, that's the most brilliant thing okay we'll talk about that yeah oh my god I love oh, that so badly okay so, anyway, yeah, you're so right. the, next, the next one is about the, the door the door so yeah. basically mama every night she asks for bath yeah. And um, she puts her house coat on this door hook yeah. to the basement. So they figure if they take the screws out of the back of the door and she hooks it on, yeah. the door will fall forward, she'll go down the stairs, she'll run into the back of the stairs and she's dead. Yeah, that's right. So this is the next evening yeah. because Owen's going to go bowling again. Yeah. So he does the same thing. He sets up the thread. With Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And... Um, uh, which has a bit of a fantasy about the whole thing too so yeah. while he's bowling he dreams about like knocking her over with like a pin yeah like that he's right. bowling and, and getting rid of her yeah. that's so, he's so funny uh, just the shape of him when he bowls just that shuffle he oh does. I can't I can't not see him as the penguin I know like I know, for right? me it's always like Batman Returns yeah 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 so he um he he organizes this he's off bowling Larry's like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do yeah. this. Yeah. And um, he's like, uh, Mrs. Left, by the way, your son's trying to kill you. And he's like, who are you? I'm, I'm Cousin Patty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, she goes to hang her housecoat yep. on the door. And he's like, Mrs. Lifts, no. And, and she hangs it on and bangs on the door. She's like, what's the matter? You know, kind oh, of It's thing. totally fine. Yeah. Exactly. So he goes over to inspect it and touches this it. This is classic, like, Wiley Coyote oh, moment. Yeah. Like, just like, damn you, Roadrunner. <laughs> and then, woo! straight down the stairs like goes sliding kind of like um home alone moment oh, of sorts it's and then like home alone. smashes through like the back gates and it's out fucking cold He's that's it it's like that sequence was like directed by john hughes basically yeah. yeah for sure it's it's joe pesci on the whole like slide down <laughs> um so he is uh um he knock he gets knocked out yeah owen comes home owen comes home and sees the string though and he's like angry he goes in but he sees that the door is is gone. So he's right. walking in and Mama takes that opportunity to slap him. And she has the best line is, um, um, Owen, your, your, your friend's head on the stairs and he's dead. Go get a shovel and bury him in the back before he stinks the place up. No kidding. Like just <laughs> absolutely pragmatic at that point. Like uh, does not give a shit about the death oh, of anyone. God, shit. It's so funny. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. So, um, uh, Owen goes down and discovers yep. that Larry's still alive yep. and, um, and goes and brings him up and, uh, uh, Owen's at the, at his wits end yep. kind of thing. And so, um, he's like, just leave it to me. I'm going to take care of it. And he goes and he gets out this case, this very special case out yep. of the closet, yep. opens it up 
and you can hear the sounds of metal on metal. Something's being assembled. Oh, it's like a pistol or a yeah. rifle or some rifle sort of like sniper or something. Sniper or something. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out. It, whatever. Turns out to be a trumpet. I know. This is amazing. <laughs> and he goes, she's sleeping in her chair. He goes up to her and he just blasts in her ear. And she's like, Aah! and he's blasting her and blasting her until she finally passes out or dies. Yeah. And, and, and Larry at this point is up and he wanders up. Yeah, he's like, Mrs. Liff, are you okay? Yeah. And she like smacks him yeah. in the balls. Holy shit. <laughs> I had a dream that Louis Armstrong tried to kill me. <laughs> And then she whacks Larry in the nuts with the cane. And he goes down and he goes like, it, she hits him so hard that it knocks him unconscious again. So he's yeah. just like wed through like the staircase. Now he's gotten hit in the balls. Larry is like, he's like a punching bag in this film. Oh my God, yep. it was so brilliant. So he wakes up the next morning. Owen's playing with his trains and stuff like that. And yeah. everything seems okay. Yeah, Larry comes too. But the news. Yeah, that's right. Mrs. Lips listening to the news and it talks about um, Larry Donner. Yep. Who uh, is suspected of killing his wife. Yep. And um, she figures out that um, it, this must be Larry Donner or something like that. Oh, yeah. And instantly she's like, I want to call the cops. Yes. And so she's a freak out. She heads straight to the phone. Yeah. Starts to dial 911. Yeah. Starts calling like, there's a killer here. There's a killer. Come. Yeah. And he like hangs up the phone and like he, he freaks out and he's yeah. like, fuck it. I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, so it, it, we, we think like, oh shit, all hell's gone loose and, and they're, they're on their separate ways. But then it cuts to... Uh, 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 a train car, right? So uh, somehow, and there's a bit of a, a bit of a leap here yeah. on this one. But Larry's trying to leave by himself. Yeah. Owen somehow convinces his mama to go with him. Lord yeah. knows how, because she like won't listen to Owen and is so like routine driven that I'm not sure how this all passes. But yeah. Larry's plan now is to get to Mexico. Yeah. He's gonna get away. He's gonna avoid the cops. He's gonna be down there where he thinks that maybe he won't be spotted and yeah. there's lower extradition. And he's just but. He's what I really love about like Larry's attitude is he's super positive. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Every story has interesting parts, and he's yeah, like, you know what? Yeah. Like this is this is part of a great story. Like, yeah. you know what? You go to Mexico. Like there's these things that happen. He's like, that's good storytelling. And he's kind of coaching Owen, even that's at the right. same time as is probably going to jail for murder. Yeah. Now that he's been perfectly framed for it. <gasps> that's right. Yeah. So um, yeah, they're they're having a back and forth, and it's really light, and and they're making a joke, and 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 I think Owen goes. Um, you know, great stories have great beginnings. You know, yeah. it was the best of times, the worst of times. It's, um, you know, now is the winter of discontent. Or, the night was moist. That night it was moist. And they're laughing and then it cuts yeah. to mama and she's like, the night was sultry. And, and like, <laughs> yeah, Larry's just like, he just goes dead quiet. He's like, I'm going to kill the bitch. Yeah. Because she gets up and she's like, I'm getting out of here. It's too damn sultry in here. That's right. And so finally Larry is in. Like he he's had snaps. enough as much yeah. as Owen has. Yeah. He's been hitting the balls. He's gone down the stairs. Yeah. He's been hit with a frying pan. His, His life, life is, is like ruins. total disarray. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so fuck it. He's got nothing to lose. He's on the way to Mexico. Yeah. Why not do Owen a solid? Yeah. I mean, at this point, he still believes Margaret's dead. Yeah. So why not? Yeah. He's yeah. like, and, and, and Owen's like, where are you going? I'm going to kill her. Yep. Do you want anything while I'm gone? Get me a chunky. <laughs> yeah. So he's chasing after Mama, who is slamming on doors, going, like, there's a murderer in here. That's right. right. There's a murderer on the train. Yeah. Exactly. So he's chasing her down car after car after car. Yep. And she's screaming, there's a murderer. She goes through like a boxcar full of like nuns and there's a priest. There's bingo like going on yeah. and stuff. And yeah. yeah. It's like... Eventually she gets to the caboose. Right. And she opens up the door and it's just like tracks and she starts freaking out. And um, Larry comes up and... Come here, Mrs. Liff. Come here, Mrs. Lifts. You know, and she's like, get away from you, you son of a bitch. 
Yeah, you know, totally. She tries to hit him with a cane, but she trips yep. and she almost falls out. But right. he, he ends up kind of saving her. Yeah, he saves like, her. He totally yeah. does. And then and, there's a bunch of like fun scenes where like <laughs> she's holding and then she's upside down. It's just like Evan. And um, like, oh. there's like, it's it's really chaotic, and it kind oh, of like you know the lights are on, lights are off, yeah. Um, and it seems like there's a lot happening when really they're just kind of statically sitting in this last yeah car trying to make sure that Mrs. Lift doesn't fall over. I guess yeah. Larry loses his nerve, or maybe just like he's not a killer at heart. I don't think. No, and and this is and Owen too goes. You know what? No, no, Mama, I love you. I can't. Right. Yeah. So he goes after Larry to stop and, him too. And everyone's resolved to save her now. Yeah. So there, there's there is that hijinks in the yep. in the tunnel and blah blah blah. blah. Eventually they save. Mrs. Mrs. Lifts and she's like, Oh, and you saved me, my boy. Right? She's yep. very appreciative and stuff. Yep. And Larry's like, Ah, right. I did and the she, right thing. Yeah. And what does she say? Like, something like, Piss off. Yeah. And, and kicks him yeah, out him of the train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So he gets totally booted out. He's oh, in the hospital. He's got a broken oh, leg. Yeah. Uh, so he must get scooped up at some point because he's incapacitated. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's watching TV and he's with this other guy in the room and he just he oh. can't stop talking about murder because she's back yeah. on the TV again. Because she's alive, apparently. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I fell. I fell out of um, the boat. And she meets some Japanese fisherman who saves her, this Adonis of the yeah. sea. And, and and wants to marry him. And, 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 and she's, she's gonna, got the rights for her life story. A movie rights <laughs> for money. this life story. Oh she's going to make more money. And he Fucking is Larry freaking out. Cannot get a good break. Yeah, so he's still in the hospital and then he has a fever dream. It's a great dream. It's a yeah. sequence about killing Margaret. And yeah. I love like when the glass falls out of the window and he picks it up just out of midair and he's got yeah. this perfect catch. I'm like... Oh, you know something has to be like yeah. dreamlike about this because there's no way. Uh, so, but yes. go ahead. Yeah. Well, he dreams he's gonna kill her, and so the sequence goes that he gets into her house yep. and he gets her to the ground. He's Strangles choking her, her out. Yep. But then it switches and he's actually choking himself out. Right. And he wakes up. Yeah. And what does he do? He starts writing again. Yeah. Yeah, and he he actually like becomes really prolific, and he just. He's not a barrier anymore. I think so much cathartically has happened where he's just really come to terms mm -hmm. with it. Um, and he sort of sees like this this thing. Yeah. She's she's going to be who she is going to be. She's going to continue yeah. to do what she's going to do. Like it seems like her momentum is one thing. And if he yeah. places all of his hopes and his beliefs on her, yeah. he's never going to get past it. And I That's think right. him choking himself is him realizing that the more that he's invested in her, the less he's investing in himself. And so he's yeah. just like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And so he starts writing. And he's writing this whole book and he's like, he's going crazy. He's writing tons and tons and tons. Mm -hmm. You know, you can see he's super happy and he's refreshed and he's invigorated. Yeah. And then finally gets a call from... Owen. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the content of the book is basically about this whole situation. That's right. You know, he... he and he kind of talks out like what happens, right? Yeah. He said his name was Owen. Yeah. He wanted, yeah, he wanted me to meet his mother. Yeah. Um, he said he wanted me to kill his mother. Yeah. And I said, why? Yeah, kind of thing, right? right? It's because I hate her and stuff. So he writes the book of this experience. Totally. And he's, it cuts to him. He's out of the hospital. He's smoking a cigar. You're right. He's a, a new man. Yep. He's on the last pages of this book. Yeah, he's just about to send it in. Actually, he even has a conversation with Owen who calls him. Yes. And says like, Owen's like, hey, I, I, I'm here. And he's like, oh. And he kind of, like, look out your window. And he looks yeah. out the window and Aloha. Owen's there. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so Owen comes up and you know what? He's in such good spirits. Like considering the last time that yeah. um, Larry saw Owen, Wow. You think maybe he would be skeptical, yeah. or maybe Mama was like in trouble, or they were gonna rat him out. Like, there's lots of contingencies, but he's so confident and so exuberant yeah. in his work. 
that he's actually like really inviting. Yeah, and uh, and and you know, uh, he asks him about Owen oh, about Mama, and he's like, oh, Mama's dead, and he's like, oh, did she? Uh, did you? Uh, and he's like, no, 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 natural causes, right, kind right, of right, thing. Right. And um, and, and he's like, well, I gotta get going. I'm actually here for a book signing. Right. And Larry's like, oh my God, Owen, you wrote that's a book. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. What's what's the book about? And Owen's like, well, it's it's actually about our story about you and me and Mama and how we went on the train and how we did this thing. And you wrote a book about that. <laughs> Slut! Yeah, like, so this is one thing that comes up a lot too is he uses the word slut a lot kind of to describe uh, his ex-wife. But in this case now, suddenly Owen is the slut. And it's yeah. really funny. Uh, oh. It's not a great word, but I mean, in this instance, that yeah. they tied it back to this moment and that's just sort of his expletive. Yeah. It was actually pretty funny. It's so good. So he starts choking out Owen. Yep. And, uh, and Owen's like, what? What are you doing? You know, I can't breathe. That's because I'm choking you, you idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of and, uh, and Owen's like, here, here, I meant to give you this. So Owen produces his book. And it's a pop-up book. Yeah. It's a kid's book. Totally. And obviously it's not going to have the same content like yeah. they talk about. Like, instead of trying to kill Mama, we go for a picnic. We go for a picnic. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And it's really sweet and kind of lovely. And I mean, I think... Yeah. Um, this is Owen, right? Like you said before, yeah. he's, he's a simple person. He's a sweet person. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly who he should be writing for is like little kids because they would probably relate to this. Yeah. And so obviously Larry's like completely relieved because yeah. his book has entirely different content. And uh, in the pop-up book though, this is a nice fade is they, they sort of show a picture of them going to the beach. Yeah. And then it fades to them actually being on the beach. So before it fades to the beach, you get to see Larry's coffee table. And on Larry's coffee <laughs> table, Pinsky's it's book. a fucking <laughs> A hundred women I'd like to put. <gasps> oh my God, it is so, I love that they brought that round That's again. An, it is it a nice time. so tie good. So yeah, sure. it fades to them on the beach that yep. mirrors um, Owen's, uh, the last page of Owen's pop-up book. Yep. And in this, at this point, Larry's book is done, published, and people are loving it. It's number one. Yep. It's making him tons of money. Yeah, Beth is stuff. there with them, so it's Beth, yeah. Larry, and uh, Owen, Owen. And they go for a little swim, and then it yeah. just sort of fades into the credits, and there's a whole bunch of... Uh, dismissal of because they're asking a question about the end yeah like uh love will drive you crazy uh you have to find somewhere in between like, yeah yeah or hate will make you crazy love will make you do something yeah else. love will make you free oh and somewhere in between is where you belong you learn to live yeah you learn to live. yeah yeah um but it's it's awesome and uh so <laughs> yeah, they go snorkeling and things like yeah. that um and that is the movie so how do we monetize this mm. let's head over to a certain zone known as the money zone. Yes. Right. Um, we should. Someone set a fire in your car because it took too long and I got bored. <laughs> money, please. Chris, um, I think that we've been pretty fast and loose with a lot of the businesses that we have hitched our wagon to. True. Earlier on, we, we desperately wanted to support the community, but we also, we didn't know how to pick and choose. The right businesses and so really we indiscriminately chose businesses not necessarily for their contribution to the community maybe they weren't the most ethical businesses but oh are you trying to step this up a little bit like maybe i'm trying to find the right partners well you know what now we've 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 grown a conscience which is new oh, i don't like oh. it it kind of burns a little interesting, interesting and and we've decided to endorse businesses that have much more of a community focus much more of a a community um, um, impact. And so that's who I endorse this week, my friend, is someone that is making waves and and really doing good in the world. And so a knock appeared at my door. And as I opened that door, I was approached by Miller's Crossing Guards. Oh, oh yes, my gosh. Okay. Yes. So um, it is safety training 
for our school's guards by um, Miller's Crossing Guards. And you know when you've graduated because you'll get the high hat. <laughs> nice. Uh, that lets you know that you are uh, ready to go and dispense safety for Miller's Crossing Guards, uh, producing the finest Irish crossing guards, crossing guards <laughs> that ever could be produced. Oh my, pretty good. Yeah, uh, yourself. Who uh, who came a knocking at your door? Funny we talk about trying to elevate ourselves a little yeah. bit more on the the moral scale. Uh. You know, trying to trying to align with the right people who can maybe. Uh, we're not the only ones offering savi- salvation out no, there. No. I think um, you we're know, the loudest voice. We're the loudest way. voice, yeah. the most obnoxious voice. Well, well, well. But uh, but there's others who are as deserving. So yeah. you know what? Um, I want to talk to you about a special uh, religious establishment mm. who is also trying to pair with us. Yeah. And uh, it's for the elite of the elite. Ooh. It's Top Nun. <laughs> I feel the need, the need for yeast. Uh, <laughs> these guys, um, you know, you're writing checks... That your soul can't uh, cash. cash. You know, these guys are going to take you to the manger zone. <laughs> and uh, that's right, Iceman. They are righteous. Uh, so, you know, if you're really in the need to try to, like, preserve your soul and try yeah. to change things uh, for your religious future yeah. and try to get into um, that next level of heavenly admonishment, yeah. check out Top Nun. Nice. Okay. Nice. There yeah. 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 Uh, you know what? Uh, we all like a good Christmas goose. <laughs> So, that's right. Uh, yeah. um, that's all yeah. I got. All right. <laughs> and see. Um, takeaways. What do you think? There's well, a lot in this film. You know, there yeah. there isn't. You know, and again, you know, we always try to go like, okay, so who's the parent in this, and, or who the parents, and wow. how, and how would you take something away? So holy shit, there's a terrible parent in this film. Yeah. Uh, And even though there are those tender moments, you talked about this, and I mean, I saw them too, but um, I think at the end of the day, when you make parenting about you and not about the kid, Yeah. You know, look at how much Owen put into his dad and the memories of his dad and how that was his only real lifeline to this whole family. And I think he was being there for mama only because of how much he loved his dad. So, you know, sometimes I think... It can be a lot. It can be a burden. It can be like overwhelming from time to time. But at the end of the day, when you're with your kids, you're for the kids. Yeah. And so uh, the one sort of takeaway I would take up from this movie is um, never forget your kids are always going to be devoted to you and they're always going to love you and they're always going to think about you as a mom or a dad. But at the end of the day, so much more has to be put into them yeah. and has to be sort of siphoned out for you. Yeah. And, and it's not a normal, normal sort of relationship where... If you're one-on-one with someone, you know, you've got more reciprocity and back and forth. Yeah. But I think you have to be a lot more self-sacrificing when it comes to your relationship with your kids. Yeah. So that, that's my takeaway. That's How about you? Is. Yeah. I, I think, um, and, it's, and it's simple, really. Um, this one, for me, was just the impact that Owen's dad, just a simple thing like, you can keep the change. Like, <laughs> keep that change. Anyway. Yeah. But it, it's just... You know, the little things can have big impact. Well, and it happened so, often enough, too, for him to kind of make a ritual out of it. Or, yeah. Or have that be so special. Yeah, and, and, sorry. No, no, but that's that's kind of my point, yeah. is that it becomes this thing, this simple, simple thing that is nothing to maybe anyone, but for that relationship, it was important. And yeah. It was tender, and, and, it, and, and it really left an impact. 
and um, and even Owen was like, you know, I, I really love my dad. Yeah. He was he was a good guy and things like that. And it was it wasn't that his dad did like these amazing things, you know, did bent over backwards. It was little things yeah. that he liked to share with his son, and they leave these lasting impressions and that's important it's important that you think about these lasting impressions that you can make and it doesn't have to be grand gestures totally it can be simple things and and it kind of connects with your uh uh summization your your thoughts okay. uh your thoughts was <laughs> oh my god you have like made that into a five dollar word right? like a 50 cents well, we are we are what like absinthe and whiskey in like well it sure <laughs> it's the beetle it's the beetle uh, so, um, it is, it, it doesn't have to take a lot. It can be little things, but to your point, it, it's making sure that you realize this is for them and not for me. Totally. Personally. I agree. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so I think that's good. I think that's important. And, and more than that, I think that, um, we continue to learn and, and grow from these, 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 uh, Summizations. These oh no, but, oh my god, are we back? Are we, we're, and we're back. It's already been corrected. Um, but but just like each each movie gives us another lesson. Each movie gives us something to ponder, to think about, and maybe to be um, attentive to, and to be uh, uh, intentional in, in things that we're gonna do. How is it that everything that Mom is in? She yeah. gives us a lesson about what not to do. I mean, I know. <laughs> in terms of parenting, like everything has been absolutely disastrous for her. Yeah. So I mean, if you're ever thinking about like. Hmm. In this scenario, what's what's the move? It's always the opposite of what yeah. Ramsey does. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> think that exactly. way. Exactly. No, and even in that, that's a, that's a great point. And I think um, you know we have to be agile. We have to be curious. We have to ask, what else? What does this mean? And I think you're good at that. I think oh, you've got really good um, critical thinking. I think oh. you've got the ability to look at something and maybe Gosh, not take so it nice. at face value. Yeah. And. Um, I, I really admire that. You Thanks, know, God. I wish that I could reach that level oh, kind of thing. Oh, and geez, if I if I could give you a piece of advice, please and, do. You yeah. know what? Because this is presumptuous of me to even go there. Well, I'm happy to take it. Well, yeah. what, what is it? What is the thing I could do? A simple thing, oh. a thing that I'd love for you to just please. do quickly. You could do this even now if Any, you want. Anything, my brother. Go get your fucking shine box. Ah, I should have seen it This has been Get Your Shine Box with Chris Ham and Tristan Ham. Special thanks to Ross Smith for the intro and outro music, and extra special thanks to Three Geeky Dads, a cool podcast with a bunch of cool guys. Please check them out wherever you find podcasts, and check us out wherever you find podcasts, except for Apple. Apple's a bit of a jerk, but everybody else, we're pretty good.